Hello and welcome back to Psalms 46.5 with your host, Samira Antoine. I am so excited that we are in episode 2. Like, this is such a big stepping stone for me because I like to um, give up. But after I saw the numbers for my last podcast, I was like, nah, I can't give up now. Nah, I did all that work for nothing. Nah. So we pushing and we getting this ministry started. So um, I asked one of my friends for a podcast topic and she wanted to know how to overcome temptation let us just get started let's just jump right into it the google definition of temptation is the desire to do something especially something wrong or unwise and we also have the bible definition which is a situation which a person experiences a challenge to choose between fidelity or infidelity to one's obligations towards god I think a good example is having either the flesh or the devil or the world um, come, well, they come near and they get close and they tempt you to do things that you know is against God's will and is against um, being or living as a Christian. So um, that's basically temptation. So the three sources of temptation is the world, the flesh, and the devil. Those are the three main sources. So, for example, the temptation of Jesus, which is Luke 4, verse 1 through 13, it speaks on how Jesus went on a 40-day fast. And at the end of this fast, the devil came to tempt him to, to see if he was strong enough to be the Christ. And even though the devil knew who Jesus was, he's like, nah, I'm, I'm going to still try it. Because if I can turn into this, I, I, I think he could turn into this and follow me. Dude dude you're just dumb like where's your common sense you know who he is and you still trying to get him like the devil is such a pick me like you know who jesus is and you trying to get him like dude (laughs) i'm sorry use your brain anyways the devil tempted jesus even though he knew exactly who jesus was and he had the audacity the audacity to go up there and tempt him three times so let's um look into that so we see that in luke chapter 4 verse 9 through 12 the world is used to tempt jesus he is asked by the devil to throw himself off of the top of a building and because in scripture mind y'all look y'all don't be believing in scripture y'all don't be believing in god but even the devil uses scripture the devil will use scripture. The devil will use the Bible to you to tempt y'all. The devil will use the Bible to throw y'all off y'all path. But y'all don't even try to open y'all books and read it. And that's how y'all be falling sometimes. That's how we be falling sometimes. I'm not gonna say y'all because I'm part of I'm part of it too. I've had this issue too. And push us off the top of the pinnacle. Um, like he did with Jesus. He tried to put he tried to make Jesus jump off the top of the pinnacle in order to tempt god into saving jesus to show god's real power so basically the devil's like yo if your god's real jump off the building because it says here that um he will send your angels down to help you and jesus saying dude it says it also says don't tempt the lord your god so no i'm not throwing myself off a building boys you stupid like no um so yeah that's how the world can try and tempt you by saying hey Um, God's always going to be there to save you, so might as well do it. God's going to always send his angels to save you, so might as well do it. 
Might as well have fun now because he's going to save you later. And that's not the right way to think. That is not the right way to think as a Christian. Moving on to the flesh. Um, before I move on to that, the flesh, it doesn't technically mean like your actual skin. It's another way of saying like your body, like um, for example, like sexual desires, you know how I'm, we're going to be mature here because we're mature people, like being horny, having sexual, like sexual desires for people. Yeah. So we're going to be mature people here. Okay. So that is the flesh. That is like how the flesh works. Okay. So the flesh was used to tempt Jesus. And, um, so because Jesus was fasting, he was also, you know, fasting food. He was fasting away from food so he was hungry the devil says to jesus yo if you really the son of god go ahead and turn those two stones into bread because you're hungry and you're the son of god you could do anything you want that and then jesus says to him i'm gonna read that exact verse so you guys could get the hint you know so i can't like mess up or anything um he says to him man shall not live by bread alone but by every word of God. So basically what Jesus was saying when he quoted Deuteronomy 8 verse 3, he was saying that man should not live by bread alone or by food alone, but he should also trust in God's word and trust in everything that God has told him in order to live. Now, that we should also trust in God's promises and everything that he tells us in order to live because that is the true food. That is the true true way to survive in this world yes food and water is for our physical body but for our soul we should feed ourselves with god's word and nourish ourselves through god's word i love this right so the devil thinks that he's slick so he tries a third time well i think this is the first time no okay so this is the second time the devil tries to tempt jesus these are not in order but i just wanted to list them the devil's like, yo, worship me in order to gain the riches of this world. Like, I will give you anything. If you just bow down to me, all you got to do, like, just kneel down and say, yo, hail Satan. Jesus is looking at him like, no way. So, basically, the devil brings him to the top of a mountain. He starts showing the, um, he starts showing Jesus everything in this world contains. Showing him all the riches, you know, showing him what what he can offer him so the devil was showing jesus all the things that he could offer in order for jesus to turn and say hail satan right so he goes all this authority i will give you and the glory for this has been delivered to me and i give it to whomever i wish therefore if you just worship before me all will be yours just look at him like yo is this fool crazy like there's no way right now this dude standing in front of me trifling he is so trifling standing in front of me trying to tell me bow down before him do you know who i am so he's like get behind me satan for it is written you shall worship the lord your god and him only you shall serve and that's how he knocks him down basically those are the three sources of temptation we have the world the flesh and the devil the devil will do anything he can he will give you whatever you want as long as you are following him as long as he can take you to his destination he's gonna try his best he's gonna try his best to drag you down with him that is like the most toxic thing i've ever heard like that's like uh, having that one friend Ugh, i can't stand people like this having that one friend that like they will do whatever just as long as you come with them like they will try their best 
to drag you down with them if they see that they're going down that wrong road they will try their best to take you with them and that is what the devil does to us every single day he tries his best to take us to that destination that he's going to but the good news is we have a savior we have christ we have grace and that is the good news at the end of the day we do have to make the choice to overcome temptation so i'll be talking about that later but i wanted to also talk about other people who fell into temptation so we only have the one person that resisted temptation which is jesus he was sinless he was the perfect sacrifice so he was sinless he never sinned okay so the reason why jesus was able to overcome the temptation was because he was divine and sinless he also fasted and prayed for 40 days he stayed close to god for those 40 days walked the desert talked to god spent time with god stayed with god and the holy spirit was also upon him he was strong he had god he was he he's god but you know so he also fasted and prayed and that will i'll also talk about fasting and prayer later on so moving on i wanted to talk about the people from the bible that fell to temptation okay so we have mr david you can find this event or i don't know how to what do i, I don't want to call them stories because they're not stories they're real life events and not fairy tales so i call them events so you can find the event of David's fall in 2 Samuels. 2 Samuels, I don't know if it's Samuel Samuels. But, so David commits adultery with Bathsheba and had her husband killed. I'm going to speak a little bit on this. So, boom. David was, I forgot what it was. <laughs> David was standing on his roof for some reason. I'm giving y'all the simple version because I haven't read that story in like a minute. He was standing on his roof some, for some reason. And he looked over. He see Bathsheba taking a shower. I think she was on her roof. Pretty sure she was on her roof. He like, yo. 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 She is bad. <laughs> He's like, yo, she's bad. Yo, who that? So he figures out who she is. Da, 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 da. Then figures out who her husband is. Da, 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 da. Sends him out to war. Da, 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 da and has him killed the reason why he had him killed is because he knew he was going to be guilty taking someone else's wife basically he tried to do it the right way but there is no right way you literally committed adultery he basically has sex with her and has her husband killed and basically marries her bada bing bada boom right okay so i feel like i'm gonna explain this so throughout the bible you see god send people down to save his people one of them was david each time all these people before jesus each time they always fell short because they were human and because they were sinful they were falling to tempt so we have moses we have samson we have david we have all these people that were sent to help the jews and um get back to god but time and time again, they always fell short up until my best friend, Jesus. So that just shows how sinful we are, how we will always fall short. I just wanted to give y'all examples because I feel like people think that the Bible is a rule book and it shows how people were perfect and how we have another perfect person who came down. Da -da -da -da. No, 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 no. When you tap into the Bible, you see how 
you see how God is showing you that none of these people in the past were perfect. This is what God's saying. I literally was struggling with these people. They was putting me through it, okay? I love them so much, but they just kept going back. They kept going back and back and back, and they just was not doing it. So I had to send down my one and only son as a sacrifice to save y'all. We also have Adam and Eve, the very first people to fall for temptation the very first people to fall to temptation we all know the story of adam and eve you know satan was in the in the um garden and he basically made eve eat from the tree that god told him not to eat then eve got adam to do it boom they were kicked out so i wanted to give you guys two examples of people who fell for temptation and how how their lives changed after that okay so I saw this question in my Bible that said, what to do with temptation, fight or flight? So it reads, Eve contemplated the tree and the fruit carefully, and no doubt she wrestled with her conscience as does every woman for man. The New Testament addresses this common struggle. First John 2, 16, Eve saw that the fruit was good for food, the lust of the flesh, pleasant to the eyes, the lust of the eyes, and desirable to make one wise, the pride of life these are also other things of temptation so what do we do when we get tempted with those things like how are we supposed to um get through these things i'm gonna read this for um, these three verses and then i'm gonna tell you how in my bible the three verses are captioned do not love the world it is the new king james version it says do not love the world or the things in the world if anyone loves the world the love of the father is not in him or her 16 for all that is in the world the lust of the flesh the lust of the eyes and the lust of pride is not of the father but is of the world 17 the world is passing away in the lust of it but he who does the will of god abides forever so so i i really want to speak on this i actually really want to speak on this um people think that because i've been saying this since i said this the last episode you cannot have the world and god you have to pick either one okay you cannot have the lust of this world you cannot have the pride um of life you cannot have the lust of the eyes you can't you can't have all of that you can't be lusting for things you can't be falling every time and no it's not normal we normalize these things so much for example boys when they look at other girls when they look at girls be like dang she bad like oh i will i will hit that right we normalize these things because uh, you know it's just boys growing up we normalize girls um taking pictures of their bodies and posting on instagram for other dudes to see and falling in temptation you know and doing sexual sexual actions we're just gonna say that we normalize that we normalize watching porn we normalize that for boys we say oh you know it's just boys it's something normal this is what this is puberty we normalize these things and these things do not need they cannot be normalized if you are living a christian life these things are of the world they are not of god these are not not of the father but it is of the world so i wanted to say that um also wanted to say as i said before tomorrow is not promise like it says in um, verse 17 and the world is passing away in the lust of it this world will pass away we will not have this world no more but at the end of the day we will have eternity but he who does the will of god abides forever if you live 
of the will of God, if you live in the will of God, if you hold yourself and you repent of your sin, you hold yourself towards Christ, baby, you're not in this walk alone. People think that they're in this walk alone. They think that they're doing this alone. And that's why people get scared. They're like, oh my gosh, I can't repent now because, you know, at the end of the day, I just, I feel like um, it's too much work. I'm not going to be able to do it. So I'm just going to do it when I'm older, when I'm more mature. And that's not, that's not true. That is another life from the devil. Anyways, let's move on. Okay, so how to overcome temptation. This is the main part that everyone wanted to know or that my friend wanted to know. How to overcome temptation. So we have fasting. So fasting, not simple. Mm -mm. It is not simple. I don't want to like, a lot of people have misconceptions of fasting, but I don't want to touch into that because I don't want to get too deep into it. But when you fast, I, me personally, this is from scripture. When you fast, Matthew 6 verse 16, it reads, moreover, when you fast, do not be like the hypocrites with a sad countenance. That means don't be a hypocrite. Don't be sitting there like, it's, oh my gosh, y'all, I'm fasting right now like it's like sick like it's sick i've been fasting for like five days and i'm so hungry but you know i'm getting in touch with god so like yeah you know i've just been fasting like i feel like i'm just such a great um servant of god i've just been fasting really well um i haven't eaten anything in like five days like it just it feels great you guys should do it too like i just feel like I'm getting so much closer to God. I'm such a, I'm such a, I'm such a good servant of God. Like I'm literally gonna make it to heaven because I've been fasting like so much and like I'm so hungry and I literally don't even look at food. Like I, that's how much I've been fasting. No, that's literally not what you should be doing. When you fast, you're supposed to wash your face. Don't say nothing about fasting. Like me personally, I don't. Mm -mm, I'm not telling no one. Like. I won't tell anyone unless it's like, dude, I can't eat. <laughs> I cannot eat. I like back the food away from me. I can't eat right now. And they ask me, why, why, why? And they bug me. I'm like, I'm fasting. Please leave me alone. I cannot eat. So, um, all right. So for a day, moving on, uh, do not be like the hypocrites with the sad countenance. For they disfigure their faces that they may appear to men to be fasting. Assuredly, I say to you they have their reward but you when you fast anoint your head and wash your face so that you do not appear to men to be fasting but to your father who is in the secret place and your father who sees it in secret will reward you openly so the point of fasting is not so other people can see that you're fasting mama papa it is in order to get closer to god um fasting is such a beautiful experience it's so eye-opening like i the the few times i fasted i did i did a my version of a daniel fast i think i did it right i don't remember i didn't really do it right because of my circumstances like but i did not eat meat for a week I, it was such an eye-opener I loved I loved after I came out of that fast I loved how stronger I became I love how I gave up so many things and these things like I was tempted all throughout that fast and it was so bad y'all it was so bad I was only drinking water no juice no sprite no nothing only water 
and no meat, nothing processed. I I almost ate something processed. I almost did. I really wanted a, a rice crispy or something like that. And it, I couldn't eat sugar either. So I was like, ah, oh, it's, it's nothing. No, it's nothing. That was the devil trying to tempt me to eat it. So I almost ate it. I was like, nah, I'm almost done with my fast. I'm like, it's literally Friday. My fast is over. I think it was over on a Monday. So when you're fasting, you're supposed to be praying. You're supposed to be, you know, staying in touch with God. It was harder for me when I was doing my Daniel fast because I was working as well and I also had my phone um but I was also fasting social media so I was fasting social media I was also fasting meat all of these things like y'all when I tell y'all I was tempted I was tempted I don't remember if I failed or not but I remember not eating meat I remember I did not feel like at um avoiding meat so after that fast god really opened my eyes I saw so many things that I was missing I saw how having god close to you guys i am so in love with this like i'm so in love with being a christian nothing can knock me down i saw how being close to god is just so magical and not magical like you know of this world just so so comforting so beautiful it's just y'all i could feel the peace right now it's just so you feel everything get lifted off your shoulders you feel just having God next to you and being able to stay close to him is so beautiful. See, and this is why I didn't want to get too into fasting because I knew I was going to go into it. So let's just move on. Um, you also need to be reconciling with God. You need to reconcile with him. I know it is so bad, like not bad, the shame, the shame, the guilt. It's so bad. Um, me, myself, I did. I I did struggle with temptation with I'm gonna be very open with lust I did stuff I struggled with lust I struggled with that for so long up until I don't even know how long ago so yeah I did struggle with that temptation it took me so long to get over that until finally the last time I was like yo okay I'm gonna explain this okay so I was good for months okay I was good for months and then something was like mm, let's get back into it let's get back into it like let's just do it one more time see how it fails you know god will forgive you i was like nah 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 i can't do this like nah nah i now after what i went through last time literally last time y'all the last time that happened i got covid like it was so bad i got covid God was like, dude, like, what are you doing? Like, you, you keep doing this. I'm going to slap you. And I was like, nah, you, nah, you can forgive me. He's like, yeah, I'm going to forgive you. But look, I'm going to give you something extra too. He gave me COVID. So when I did it, uh, when I fell into that temptation again, I sat there and I was just like, I sat there thinking what I did. And I was like, this is not for me. This like, I can't go back to this. Like, usually i'll go like days and i'm like mm, i don't want to really talk to god i'm gonna stay away from him. i'm hiding but i just sat there and i was like this time the last time i was like this is not for me like i don't know how to explain it but i was like nah like this is i knew the other times it wasn't for me but i never said it out loud i never really sat there and i was like nah i'm not feeling this no more so the last time i was sitting there, i was just like i didn't feel what I was looking for I didn't I didn't get 
any satisfaction whatsoever from what I was looking for so no never again I will never be turning back to this and I see every time I look back I see how God built me over and over again and guys let me tell you something when you run back to God when you reconcile with God it's your problems not gonna be fixed right away most of the time or you know your problems not gonna be fixed right away but I rest assured it will be fixed God is not a magician that just snaps his finger and everything just goes back to everything goes perfect. God will put you through you will be put through trials and tribulations and in the end when you're in those trials you're not going to notice but in the end when you look back you're like, "Yo. Yo. God was putting me through all that so I could so I don't do it anymore." Like I just went through all that and now I'm never going to do it anymore. That's so crazy. So when you reconcile with God and when you go back and you're like, Lord, I'm so sorry. I give you the wheel. I'm done with this. I really, Lord, I really want you to help me. I really want you to take me away from whatever is holding me back from you. When you get to that point in your life, your life will be changed. I promise you, your life will be changed. It is so amazing to see how God works through your life. Y'all, I just, I don't know how to explain this even more. Like, it is so amazing to see how God will work through your life. Okay? Alright. So, like, when you reconcile with God, He does not care how sinful you are. As long as you are walking back to him, as long as you're giving him the wheel, as long as you're letting him take control, he doesn't care, okay? He doesn't care that you were so, like, he doesn't, he's not thinking, like, oh my gosh, she's such a disgusting person, like, yo, get this girl away from me, like the world does. The world is so mean and so hateful, they will turn their backs on you in a quick second, in a snap of a finger. God will never turn his back on you. He doesn't care how much you've sinned. As long as you're turning back to him, as long as you are coming back and you're like, Lord, I'm sorry. If you repent, turn away from that sin as much as you can, God will give you the strength to fully turn away from that sin. And that is why we should not be normalizing sin, guys. We should not be normalizing sin. God will give you strength. Do y'all know who God is? Do y'all know? He made, he made this world that, y'all, look outside. He made this world. Look at the sky. Y'all can't do that. Y'all cannot do that. You guys cannot make a sky. You think God is not going to forgive you because of the sin that you committed? You think God cannot turn you away from that sin? No matter how much you guys normalize the sin, it is still wrong. But guess what? God will give you strength to, to get away from that sin. Okay? So we need to stop normalizing sins. We need to be able to reconcile with God. We need to be able to repent and to deny our sin, to deny ourselves and take up our crosses every day. I think I just, but anyways, um, so moving on, we also need to stay in prayer. Yeah, I struggle with this one a lot. Actually, at the moment, I have been really bad at praying. I, y'all, let me tell you what my prayers sound like. So I'll pray going to sleep and waking up before before y'all I wasn't even praying when I woke up I was just going on with my day and sometimes I'll catch myself through that but this is literally how my prayers start 
Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this that you woke me up another day. Lord God, I ask that you watch over me today and that you guide me, bless me, protect me, and that you lead me towards you. Lord God, and give me strength throughout the day. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. What I do next? Open TikTok. I don't remember the last time I truly sat there and prayed it for more than 30 seconds. And that is so bad. The devil is trying to get me and I'm going to work on it. Don't worry, y'all. Do not worry, y'all. And I, and I feel like when I share these experiences, I'm like helping y'all because y'all can see i'm not perfect but i'm pushing to be because god will give me strength okay so prayer is very important and not repeated prayers like god thank you for everything you've done for me thank you for waking me up another day and then just i pray amen now when we're praying we we should be me personally i think we should be repenting of our sins that we know that we committed and asking god to reveal sins to us that we didn't know we committed and that we should be thanking the lord for another day and praying for others who are not close to god praying for others who are going through hard times praying for others who are going through you know who are living in dangerous places right now who really need god that's what we should be doing in our prayers we should use it not as a traditional thing but as a way to connect with god so that's how we should pray and i really need to work on that too um another thing is meditating in the word y'all i'm not gonna cap i have not been reading my bible <laughs> i'm literally not gonna cap i don't find myself opening my bible and actually trying to connect with god and seeing what god wants me to know for the day or not opening my bible to prepare myself you know because i feel like if we don't open our bibles and read and people love the excuse but it's kind of boring of course you think it's boring you don't you can't even open it to look y'all went to genesis you guys didn't like people love the excuse it's kind of boring and you know um it's just a bunch of rules and stuff so like i kind of like just just like search up scriptures on the bible app and like remember those and call it a day no the family of adam this is the book of the generation genealogy of adam in the day that god created man he made mahalo lived 65 years canon lived seven years that's what y'all see y'all looking at the genealogy or when y'all looking in the new testament let's start at matthew but okay i don't think genesis really worked out for me so i'm gonna go to matthew the genealogy of christ mm, i'm gonna skip all these names mm. Ugh, it's kind of boring that's literally what happens right but guys you're not gonna know where to start if you don't actually look if you don't actually search up ways guys you can't be sitting there mm, my bible's boring so i'm not gonna read it guys you need to put your head to it if you really want to go into dive into god's word look for ways to make to make it interesting look up oh which is the best books to um start reading my bible which is the best ways to start reading my bible i personally think that you should start in the gospel um and don't get a bible you just you can't understand like don't get a version you don't understand i got the new king james version because i personally think this is the best version to read but research your your versions um y'all also have the bible app so i'm confused anyways also if you don't like reading you have you can also do the audio version on the bible app but i really 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 want to say to you guys take heed to this message please invest in buying a bible you, like guys there's bibles that are ten dollars out here but please invest in buying a bible we never know when the bible app will be taken down so i'm saying to y'all 
please invest in, in buying a bible it's really important if you want to stay close to god because the bible is the word of god it has the truth it has the gospel it has it has everything that you need in order to follow christ um so next we have oh also in meditating in god's word we also need um for example for temptation we have the verses that say flee away from temptation you know there are there are indexes in bibles you guys can look up these things we are not we you, you're we're living in the 21st century y'all you guys can you guys can if you can sit down and watch tiktoks all day you can search up different things in the bible if you're struggling with temptation you can search up what does the bible say about temptation if you're st struggling with gluttony you can search up what does the bible say about gluttony if you're struggling with all these things you can search these things up we have world wide web we, all, we have it people back then did not have it they had to sit there and read we have so much things that are open to us so we really don't have an excuse to not be reading our bibles okay and i'm talking to myself too because i literally have no excuse to not be reading my bible okay moving on avoiding situations so guys in order to to get away from temptation like for example if you struggle with drink, um, getting drunk in order to avoid getting drunk don't be going to them parties you know you're not supposed to be going to if you know there's going to be drinks there if you struggle with having sex or if you struggle with sex outside of marriage don't be around those people that have sex outside of marriage that are going to force you to if you struggle with um pornography don't be looking on websites that you know are going to have pornography that don't be looking on websites that are gonna have i can't say the word don't be looking at websites that are gonna have pornographic images like come on y'all and when we do get into those situations even if it's not our fault flee away from those situations try your best to get yourself out of that situation and if you feel like you can't get yourself out of that situation y'all in the first place, you shouldn't have been relying on yourself to get you out of that situation. We should be praying to God. So what you're going to do, if you find yourself ever in a situation that you know you can't get yourself out of, pray in your head, dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I literally cannot be in this situation right now. You know what's going on. We know what's going on. I'm struggling with this temptation. Please, Lord God, please get me out of this situation. And guys, take that worry out your heart because god will take you out of that situation i have seen it time and time and time and time and over again i have second guessed god and how, how he will take me out of the situations that i get myself into i second guess him and guys time and time again he showed me samara yo get some senses into your head i'm taking you out the situation why would you pray to me and tell me take me out the situation if you don't believe that i'm gonna take you out the situation so um yeah so avoid those tempting situations and if you feel like you are stuck in that um go ahead and pray pray do you guys see how it all connects go ahead and pray it all connects it all connects um another one is to be transparent to god and to others when i say be transparent to others i'm not saying telling everyone about your problems and telling them hey can you go ahead and help me out because i'm struggling right now with this watching porn because 10 out of 9 out of 10 no one's gonna sit there and be like yeah i'm gonna sit here and like every time you think about porn i'm like don't think about porn no 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 one is doing that okay um but um when i say to turn to others it's like hey 
um so right now i'm kind of trying to get away from this situation so can we not talk about this like i'm i'm trying not to get into that no more i'm trying to like walk, leave that behind so i don't want to talk about this or do what i like to do cut people off i would say i'm not proud of it but i'm really proud of it like that I, I love a good cut off I love cutting people off if they, if I know if I know they're not leading me towards the kingdom I love cutting people off mm, I love a good cut off but um be transparent to God and to others being transparent to God is letting your guard down don't be prideful don't be saying like bro I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and pray to God and say God can you take me out of this situation I'm tired of um falling to temptation having sex with this time the third and um you know um masturbating and all that like lord i'm really tired and people really sit there and be like yeah i'm not gonna be transparent to god because i don't want i don't want to feel shameful like god didn't sit there and watch you do it <laughs> y'all need to be transparent to god y'all just need like he already saw you do it might as well just sit there and be like god i'm ready to let go and let you you know and let you take control God, I'm ready to let go and let God let you take control and let you get me out of this situation. So being able to be transparent with God is sitting there and realizing you are a sinner. You have committed evil. We are not good. Okay? Okay? So being transparent with God is sitting there and realizing that and letting God know, Lord, I'm ready. I struggle with this on the third and I ask that you give me strength to get over this that, and the third and push towards your kingdom, you know? And the other part, which is being transparent with others is being able to sit there and say, yo, I don't wanna talk about this no more. I don't wanna dabble in this anymore because I want to get myself out of this. Um, whether you respect that or not, that's your decision, but I don't wanna be in this anymore that's being transparent with others also me um when i was struggling with what i was struggling i was transparent with one of my closest friends i was like i'm really struggling with this like i really don't know what's going on but um i'm being transparent with you because i really want to show you like how vulnerable i am i want to i like i need support though we should always rely on god's support we also should have people around us that will support us and not put us in these situations so that is what i that is what being transparent with others and being transparent with god means okay and on the last note before i end this podcast because it's about to be an hour um just want to remind you guys god will always provide a way of escape but it is all it is your choice to take that way God will always give you that way, that route to escape from temptation. But if you do not have the will to escape from that temptation, you're not getting through it. God is not going to force you to leave these things of the world alone, okay? It is always your choice. I will say this time and time again. You have freedom of choice. You have free will. God will give you God will literally dig that path. God will dig that path that you should take in order to get back in line. But if you don't want to take that path, God is not going to force you, okay? Okay. So, 
if God provides an escape, I very much recommend to take that escape, okay? Don't sit here and be like, bro, I don't want to be lame. Like, I don't want to, like, seem like I'm lame because I want to give up smoking. I don't want to seem like I'm lame because I don't want to have sex anymore. I don't want to seem like I'm lame because I don't want to do this and the third that is against God. No, be lame. Why are y'all trying to follow everyone else? Why are y'all trying to be, why are y'all trying to, why are y'all trying to play follow the leader? No, we tr- we're we're out here to strive to be different. We're set apart from the things of this world. So I'm gonna say a prayer with you guys. Um, last time I said a prayer, <laughs> some people told me that I was talking a little too fast. But my job, I was nervous. Like, am I saying the right thing? Like, am I saying the right things? Am I helping people towards God? Like, when I tell y'all when I got to that prayer, I was sitting there like, yo. <laughs> I'm not the one praying. It's God. It's God giving me up this prayer. So that's why I was speaking fast. But um, I'm going to give y'all another prayer. Uh, if you are ready to accept Christ as your one and only true Savior, if you want God to stick by your side through it all, um, warning, mm, your problems are not going to be solved in, in that very second you finish that prayer. So don't get mad at me, okay? Um, yeah, so let's just pray this prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you to seek salvation. Lord God, I know I'm a sinner. I know I have done wrong. But Lord, I come today to repent and to turn away from these sins. Lord, I have so much going on in my life. But Lord, I run to you today in order to gain your love your kindness and your protection Lord God I ask that from this moment on that you stick with me that you stay by my side that you teach me how to walk by faith and not by sight dear Heavenly Father I also ask that each step that I take is a step towards you I ask that you lead me towards the narrow path and that I am not on the highway (laughs) Lord God thank you for all that you've done for me in the name of Jesus I pray amen okay guys thank you so much for for watching or listening to this podcast if you are from my podcast go ahead and um follow I literally don't know how podcasts work. Um, I don't know if you follow or whatever. But if you like this um, podcast, go ahead and give me a 5 out of 5 star rating. I think you can rate me on most of the platforms that I'm on. So give me a rating if you want to. If you don't, go ahead and check out my YouTube channel. I will be posting a vlog very soon. It is called Mara's Diary. M-A-R-A-H apostrophe S-D-I-A-R-Y. And yeah, if you are from my YouTube channel, go ahead and check me out on Spotify, Apple Music, and all the other podcast platforms because I applied to all of them and I got all of them in the name of Jesus. Um, Yeah, it is called Psalms 46.5, the name of the podcast. And yeah, thank you guys so much for watching. I look so good in the name of Jesus. I am so beautiful. (laughs) And I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye.